at that it says we are live again on a beautiful wednesday afternoon uh june 21st is today's date it is precisely 509 in the p.m uh and today we have a special guest we're bringing to you all the way from virginia um i believe we're gonna have to talk to her real quick but before we do that let's run the intro welcome to wheelchair wednesday All right, everybody, let's welcome to the stage Miss Snow Love. What is going on, lady? All right, so how are things with you? How's everything going? Everything's good. Everything's good for what I do have and don't have. Right. I I like to say any day above ground is a good day. That's a good saying to live by. Um, I did get that state right. You are from Virginia, correct? Yes, and it's Thai, by the way. It's what? Thai. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. Um, so let's tell everybody. I mean, this is kind of the first question, but we're just gonna run in with it. Like, tell everybody a little bit about yourself, um, and then kind of like how your injury happened. Okay, well, I'm 21. I'm a C6, quadriplegic, incomplete. Uh, I love doing graphic design. That's what I do for a little bit of change right now. Put a link in the description. Love to hang out. Love to talk. Love to dance. Even though, you know, as a quadriplegic, you can't do that much. But, you know, I do a little something. Right, hey, they got those rollettes I've seen out there. They've been killing it. Yeah. They do a lot of stuff out there. So, February 27, 2020, I was on a back road because I live in the sticks. I'm in the country, Virginia. And a deer popped out of nowhere. There was a red truck in front of me, and I was behind it, and a deer came in front of us. So, I got spooked. Never had a deer encounter before in my life. Swerved hit a ditch, my car flipped four times, and hit a telephone pole, which broke my neck and my right clavicle. So I have two plates and six or four screws in my neck, and I have a huge metal plate right here and six screws as well. Oh, man. You know, kinds of hardware, don't you? Yeah, I wasn't found until four hours later. <sighs> Which doesn't make any sense because there was a red truck right in front of me. So wow. they just kept going and never stopped. Man, and you couldn't really say anything or anything either. You couldn't like yell or... No, the car was on the side and I was laying on the window. And at the time I had an iPhone, you know, you could say, hey, Siri. Because I couldn't move anything neck down, but I could talk and like look around. Right. So I was saying, hey, Siri, it didn't work. So around the fourth hour, I was starting to black out and not feel weak. So I just accepted. I was like, okay, I'm going to die right here. And next thing you know, someone's knocking on the other side of the window. Hey, you all right? And they got me out. That's crazy. There's nothing worse than feeling like knowing you just got into an accident and then feeling helpless because you can't 
first off, you can't get up. You can't move. Yeah. You can't really, like, for me, I couldn't even speak. Like, I was trying to speak, but I couldn't speak. But, like, I could move my lips and stuff. I had to whistle for them to find me. So, like, I understand what it's like to not be found and, like, you be laying there and just be like, what is going on? Like, come on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did you have to have a trach? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I got it all. Yeah, yeah. They told me I was never going to, like, talk normal again and all that. And, yeah. I feel like doctors only say that just so when you do, it, I guess, make you feel better. Right. I don't know. It's always a thing with me because they'll say that and then when you do it oh my god da, 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 da. right right you know what you probably got some truth to that i wouldn't doubt it just so they can be like hey you know what that's good that's good right we were wrong but that's good um yeah. to push you yeah jesse said to push you um so here's another question i was gonna ask you this question kind of can go either way um it's would you walk if you could so like let's say you could go back to your accident and choose to never go down that road or, or wait a little bit until that happened and then go you know what i mean but once you did that and you knew you avoided that accident you avoid the life that you live today so everything else would be different from that point on i would say no if anything, I wish I could walk from the point that I am right now. Right. Because I went through a lot. I met a lot of people. Went to Shepherd Center in Atlanta for the spinal cord injury rehab. Mm -hmm. And I learned a lot. And, you know, you also figure out who your true friends are, as most people would say. A lot of people left. A lot of people didn't show up. Some people who I didn't think would show up showed up. So I'm kind of happy where I am. The kind of is, you know, you always have that feeling like, damn, what if I was walking right now? Right. What would I do? What wouldn't I do? But I feel content where I am. I like that uh, kind of the mindset of, yeah, I, I would walk if I could right now. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to go back and, and erase all the stuff that I've fought so hard to get or like you know what I mean like I've accomplished so far all the achievements that I've made because I've been in this situation because then it's just kind of like it's kind of a slap in the face you know what I mean I believe yeah. to the community and like to uh you know who knows I believe we're all here for a reason you know what I mean yeah most definitely yep um next question I kind of I don't know I seen some pictures when I was looking to get the pictures for your pr the promo pics that I do and I don't know, we never really talked about it, but the next one is dating slash married. I know you got your special boo thing. Um, how, <laughs> how did that go? Did you know him beforehand or how was that? Let's hear about that. probably kind of think the same thing but being in the situation now i feel like it's not so much different i'm just sitting he's just walking right yeah I'm and still the, me so I crazy heard, 
I had a question, or I heard a question the other day I seen on the uh, SCI Life. I don't know if you're a part of that on Facebook. SCI Life. You should look it up if you're not. Um, but there was a buddy of mine. He posted if you if it was reversed, if you were like able bodied, would you date somebody in your position? And I'm like, ooh, that's a good one. You know what that I mean? Because I, I think that I would. Um, it would just be some things I would have to get over because like there's some stuff that I have to go through that like my significant other has to deal with that I'm just like, dude, I don't know if I could do that. Um. I feel like I would, even with all the extra stuff that comes with me, it's more so not about what's going on, because that can always change. It's about the person, and the person never changes. Right. Yep, I like that. I like like that way you put that there. Um, But no, I agree. I I think it just depends on the person. You know what I mean? Yeah, there are people out there that don't want to deal with anything, and they just want to kind of do it to do it. That's why it's a lot of a lot of us, especially probably females, have to be careful who they deal with. You know, yes, what I, mean? I do want to say, be careful for the wheelchair fetish people. Oh yeah, they will follow you and other girls or men just because you're in a wheelchair, and it's creepy. Yeah, we know, and we probably never, you know, able-bodied. People probably never ever thought about that, but it's there. There's some creepers in the world. You also got to watch out for the people who fake like they're disabled, get money, and leave. Mm -hmm. So I, me, myself, as a wheelchair person, has been through that about three times. I ain't given no money, though. But I learned that they were able-bodied people and just faking just to... Right. They're like, oh, they got a check. Let's hurry up and get this check, and then we get this money, and then we be out. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or ask for certain things. So, for example, some female pretended she was in a wheelchair, and she was asking for toilet paper, clean stuff, laundry detergent, like stuff that a able-bodied or a disabled-bodied person would need. But the whole time she was able-bodied and just wanted free stuff. And the people, I was in a group called Handy No Cap. Shout out to Handy No Cap. Oh, yep. I know that part of the group, too. They um, took the stuff and left. Never heard from them again. Disabled their page. And the only reason I found out they were able-bodied, because, you know, you can look their numbers up through Cash App. And you could see, and I just searched their page on Instagram and able-bodied on their story at the bar living life like and, and it's some shit you can't there's like not a number you can call just to be like hey they did this you know what i mean because everybody's gonna be like oh, okay yeah. and so what you gotta put it in a group or put it online be like hey watch out for this person and tell your peers right i mean that's the biggest thing you got i mean if you think about it social media has gotten to the point to where it's, it's a weapon in itself if you really think about it yeah. i mean we're not going to go down the whole roll of it but like I'm going with it myself through my home mods. I'm just like, man, if you don't want a bad review, you got to help out. You know what I mean? You can't just yeah. leave me hanging. Jeez. But, um, so this next one, it might kind of draw into that, but I mean, what is your, uh, your pet peeves about being in a wheelchair or wheelchair life? Um, uh, I really don't have that many. The only thing is, you know, as an able-bodied person, you're able to just get up and go. 
So as a disabled person and me, myself as a quadriplegic, I need more help, even more help than a paraplegic, like to get dressed, mm-hmm. to do certain things, bathe and stuff like that. So when that happens, I need somebody to let me know beforehand so I'll still be able to go. It's no problem with going, but you still have to accommodate to me because we're not the same disabled able i still need a little bit more time Mm -hmm. especially with me myself and i my mom takes care of me so it's more so it's based on her as well i gotta be considerate of her time and how she feels and that's all i gotta take down for they're not thinking about their thing about oh she just gets up in a chair and go because they're used to seeing what you see on tv like when i first became paralyzed i thought it was gonna be like on tv they just oh they're already in the wheelchair let's go mm-hmm. now it's way more complicated than that yeah it's uh like if there's an event you want to get to let's say at 10 o'clock in the morning then you got to get up at like seven o'clock just to get up and get around then about eight you got to get like get all cleaned up get in your chair like i don't know for me for you it's everybody's different but for me it's like if i'm doing my routine which is your bowel program or whatever you do a lot of us that it's in a chair we have to do that stuff so you got your bowel program and then you got a shower are you taking a shower because that's going to add on another half hour you know what i mean or so like you know so it's like and especially if you got somebody to help you it kind of speeds up things a little bit but still you have to take your time in order to do what you got to do um for me i have a super pubic tube and i also have a colostomy bed so that cuts out a lot of time that I used to have. Mm-hmm. So kind of helps more for you guys who don't know what that is. Colostomy bag is they open your colon and they flip it upside down outside of your stomach to where your waist comes out. So that's a colostomy bag and it goes inside a bag where you could change, hurry up and put back another bag and you'll be okay. For the super pubic tube, you know, it goes above where someone would call a fupa area or just that area right there right up under your stomach i think you're the first person to ever use the, the name fupa on a wheelchair wednesday congratulations <laughs> and it just goes when it goes and you change it when it gets full and when you want to go out for me personally i know a lot of people still use the catheter bags that you see in hospitals mm-hmm. i use a leg bag that goes on the side of my thigh or i have a plug that you put in there and then when you're ready to go you go undo it and just go to the restroom so it's a lot of ways to hide it so if you do have a super tube and you don't want the hospital bag out there showing to the world there's There's ways to hide it yep yep thanks for that explanation i appreciate that and another pet peeve before we finish is i always want to let me try before you want to hurry up and do it for me. Because mm-hmm. me, my hands are paralyzed. I can only move just a little of my thumb on this side. So I do all my makeup. I do my hair. I do most of the stuff by myself. This area. Right. But if you see me struggling, just say, do you need help? Just let me try first. Right. So I can learn how to do it instead of always feeling the Don't just assume that I got to jump right in, right? Yeah, that's a big one for me. Yeah, I have to, people like sometimes when I get in my chair, um, 
they'll try to like come and hold it or whatever, get in your way. And it's like, Hey, wait a minute. You, yeah. I'm going to headbutt you right in your forehead. If you don't move, you and know, do whatever. It for a reason, position it for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Awesome. Well, on to number five. Oh, and I just want to say this is a live show for everybody watching. Hello. Hey, Jody. Good to see you down there. Jody Jodes. Uh, thank you for commenting. If you guys have any questions or anything while we're live, go ahead and ask them if they are relevant to the topic or um, nothing nasty. Maybe I'll, I'll ask them online so she can hear it. Trust me, we get some crazy ones. Um, otherwise, for those who are watching this after the fact, thank you very much. If you know anybody or you want to join, let me know. Hit the button, send a uh, private message, or however YouTube or Facebook works. I don't know. I'm <laughs> I'm not good at these things. Um, what is something that you wish you could do now that you can no longer do? Stand up and dance. Okay. Stand up and dance. This, she was quick with that one. This might be <laughs> crazy to say, but you know, I just want to move my hips sometimes. Right. And... Um, not able to so yeah i want to get on the floor and bust it down sometimes right i feel i, I, like used, I used to shake cut a little rug exactly but now it's more so chair dances the chair dances <laughs> it's it, i i feel bad laughing because it's like you think about groups like um when we were just talking about like the rollettes and like i mean they they go out and they kill it but you're right it is different than getting up and like shaking your hips and getting to the beat and you know what I mean? Stuff like that. Yeah. Um, hold on one second. Where's the other one? Oh, uh, speaking of chairs, what type of chair do you have? And is there a name for it? Like, do you moment, have a name for it? At the moment, I just have a regular hospital chair that you come out of the hospital with. Cause I'm waiting on getting, uh, saving up to get a, what is it called? Electric chair, power chair, whatever. So at the moment, that's it. And oh, I name wheelchairs a lot of stuff. Not mine specifically, but a lot. I say, oh, today, let me get in my Mat Batmobile. My Batmobile. Or my gazebo. I know gazebos are like something totally different, but it my, fits to me. My gazebo. <laughs> let me get in the yeah. gazebo chair. I think gazebos yeah. are those things that go up and they cover you, right? At the yeah, like, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It just popped up one day. My Batmobile or my gazebo. Nice. Or my bat killer. The bat killer? What do you do? Run over the bats? Oh, the bat killer. I get you. <laughs> I was like, a bat killer? How does that work? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be interesting. I know, right? Especially since bats are like usually up. Yeah. Maybe a flamethrower on the back. I don't know. That'd be fun. Uh, um, what is your pain level like? Do you have any pain at all with your level of injury? Yeah, I have back pain from you know I'm not able to use the below my ribs and down. So if I'm up, that part will be back. So it's always a weird position, and it's always it's not hard to get comfortable. But sometimes it is, and regardless if I'm comfortable or not, I may fake feel comfortable, but the part that I can't feel is probably not, so my back hurts. And also, yeah. nerves. So sometimes I have nerves in my legs or in my hands, and the nerves to me either feel like they're super hot or they're super cold. And my 
pain. I don't know if that 80 would be pain, but it's really painful to me. It's a traumatic experience when I get the too AD. cold. Yeah. Yeah, autonomic dysreflexia, if people don't know what AD is. Uh, the metal in my shoulder would get cold and only this side of my body. See, that I couldn't imagine feel. all that. That's that's yeah. on a whole other level. I got a couple bars on my back, but like to have mm -hmm. all the metal and the plates and stuff. Yeah, right here. Mm -hmm. it, if this gets cold, this gets cold, and I have shivers, literal. Like you see on cartoons, it's literally like that. Oh, man. And it feels like my jaw is spazzing, so I'm like, and it's Shitter, really hard chattering to teeth. Yeah, and I also sweat on this side as well. So it takes a minute for me to get warm again. Unless I'm like covered with thousands of blankets. And the only, usually the only way it goes away if I go to sleep. And it's hard going to sleep because you're sweating. And you're also, so it's really hard. Right. So that's yeah. painful to me. I know that might not be how painful, but that's painful for me and very traumatic. <laughs> yeah, there's different. I mean, it's that's one thing I've learned with the spinal cord injury um, is that, first of all, not two are the same you know what i mean every single one of them is different every single person has different uh feelings and different you know levels of pain and different things that for somebody like me i might not you know experience but you know it's something that i can i guess uh relate to you know what i mean yeah. um yeah ad you don't really think about it until it starts affecting you then you're like wow this is serious probably keep an eye on that yeah and then when it's over Life is so butterfly and rainbows. I'm like, oh, did I really say I don't want to be here right now? Don't right. Right now. It's yeah. like. I've had moments in bed like that where like all my pain will kind of just go away for a minute. And I'm like, man, this is great. Like, I feel nice. Exactly. And I don't even take like narcotic pain pills or nothing. So, I mean, I know it's not like that. I'm just, some days you just feel okay. You know what I mean? And, and sunshine rainbows, like you said. And I think that could be for, you know kind of a, a metaphor some days are bad some days are good yeah. but you don't want to give up on a bad day just because it's a bad day you know what i mean but when you're in that headspace right it's really hard to think positive i promise you it's really hard to think positive when you're in that headspace mm -hmm. you're in line um what is the thing that helps you the most after your injury I'd say knowing there's others like me and also the love and the support that I get from the few people I'm close with. The people who do accommodate to me, the people who do think about what I go through, the people who ask about, you know, what is your injury? What are you going through? How does this work? I love that. I love to tell about it because you're interested in me, really? Right. It's, it's that feeling. Even though you may have known each other for years, you're still interested? Like, I love that. And at the moment, like I said earlier, I do graphic design. That really helps clear my mind. Oh, you do a good job of it, too. Thank you. If y'all seen the flyer, that was on me. Oh, yeah. She did all that. That was not me. Um, and like I said, uh, we'll, we'll put a, um, 
we'll put a link with your i think I, I can put your flyer with it i don't know how i do that we'll figure it out but i want to put a link in the thing um with your socials or wherever you know what i mean however you want to yeah. do that do you display that at all do you have like a like a, for instance like a fiverr i know you can go to fiverr and pay people to do that have you ever checked that out no i never even heard of that oh see all kinds of stuff you could do i'm telling you I and it, usually go through facebook and usually people hit me up or know another person who also got their flyer done for me hit me up as well and that's how i accumulate the cha-ching yeah and that's awesome i mean uh I, I i used to do like i said i used to do music so it's like for flyers we used to just print them out on paper and then go mm -hmm. put them all plaster them all over town um but now in the digital age a digital flyer like that's that's that moves and stuff are you kidding you got stuff moving around you got you got music in the background like dude that's perfect so exactly especially with the day and age now of social media you just put it on social media everybody who follows you are interested in you mm -hmm. yeah we're definitely going to utilize you for uh future endeavors for sure so look out for that guys yeah, I Boom. also do promotion items. Like this behind me, the tapestry, mm -hmm. I made that as well. Like the design on there, got it printed. Oh, that's a there. tapestry? I literally thought it was just like a bunch of posters and like different you stuff. No, there's one little thing. Nice. I made that. also do like business signs that go outside, the stuff that goes. Well, that's good to know. Um, like I said, I want to make sure like afterwards, normally, cause that's what I do. I wait till after we get done and then we'll talk a little bit more about the stuff and then I'll take the information that you give me and we'll just slap it on the description. Yeah. People can check it out. Um, because I think, I mean, being, I call it the wheelchair mafia community. You know what I mean? Like, um, <laughs> you know, like they say, the mafia is, is a family. It's the, it's the family. So it's like, yeah. you know, it's, it's the wheelchair mafia. That's what it is. And it's not, it doesn't have to do with like guns and stuff like that. That's what I think. That's what I call my family. You know what I mean? We, we I like to make sure we keep it all with each other. So if you're doing this and I know somebody that's got something going on, I'm just going to be like, Hey, snow's going to hook you up with this. Trust me. So, um, what's next hobbies. Speaking of which before and after the injury, what did you do beforehand? I danced. I was a auxiliary dancer for my band. <laughs> my mom's in here. I, I figured I've seen that. somebody moving around. In, in the yeah, floor. in the mirror. They see you. What up, Ma? <laughs> hey. <laughs> she said, hey. Oh, nice. Yeah. I was so you was an auxiliary dancer? Yes, I was the tail. Also, I paint. I did huge paintings for the teachers and also the principal at my school. Uh, I did photography as well. And maybe like a month right before my accident, I bought a new camera. Mom, you're in the lighting. <laughs> Mom, you're in the lighting. <laughs> I did a camera. I bought a camera. I bought a ring light. What else? Uh, and I was going to, I made an Instagram page and I was about to um, start charging people because I actually did pretty good. Right. Yeah. And then, like you guys know, I'm a graphic designer. I have a business. 
Got my little bags. Nice. People get their stuff in. Also had little cards. You could do the scratch off. So you do like get Etsy the... now or no? No. I, it's just just mainly like Facebook, Facebook and stuff like that. See, we got we got to get you going on some 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 online store frontage, like free stuff. You ain't got to pay for it. You just put it on there, and then if somebody wants it, they order it, ship it off. I was thinking about it, but more so I want to be financially right, mentally right, right, and as well. Well, I can tell you from experience, um, you want to make sure that you're going to be physically right and able to do it because if you start getting an influx of orders uh you could get overwhelmed very fast and then you're gonna be yeah. like wow i thought this was a good idea Sorry, and <laughs> yeah. i'm looking at my fiance right now because she knows she she does kind of the same thing she makes cups and stuff and oh man she got yeah. like drilled and everybody was like yeah i want three or four of these and blah blah, blah. <laughs> yeah so it was just exactly like that in the beginning yeah and then i learned to you know i'm angel at heart so I always want to do everything. So I always want to do everything for everybody. Right. But when I got much, I had to learn to say, I need a little bit of time. I'll get back to you when I finish what I have to do now. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of hard because I felt like I let myself down, not doing it all the time. But then I have to realize I am still human and it doesn't work like that. Right. I got a buddy right now. He texted on. He said, I fell over 10 times this month. I'm losing my effing mind, bro. Um, he's got back issues, and he's he watches these, and he asks me questions all the time um, because he's probably going to end up having to use a wheelchair. He's just got real bad back issues. Mm -hmm. um, so he, he likes to watch and, like, check stuff out. But, like, Randy, man, I'm sorry to hear that, bud. Uh, yeah. We'll have to get you on. You know, I got a wooden wheelchair back here. If you see it in the back, it's a, about a 1950s model. You could probably use that to start out with. <laughs> oh, I'm messing with him, but he's probably in pain. I'm sorry, buddy. I had to. Uh, um, what do you think about travel? Do you do it? Do you like traveling. it? I love traveling. That's my favorite. That's that's one of my favorite things to do as a wheelchair user. Um. I like to call myself a passenger princess because I love the speakers right in front of me. I see everything and I could just dance. That's literally my favorite thing to the do. The passenger, passenger princess likes to sit up front, speakers in her face, got the radio. And dance. And dance. That's what a she A nice does. big jug of water. And it's perfect. I usually travel to North Carolina and Georgia mainly. So From I have Virginia? Yeah. Nice. My North mom Carolina, drives. Georgia. Do you ever go to Tennessee at all? Uh, technically, when I lived in California some years back, we drove to California and back all the time. So Holy crap, three that's days, a long drive. Three nights, and we'll stop at every state every once in a while. So I've been there, and also I have a friend named Gavin who lives there, so I'm supposed to go out there and see them when I can. Yeah, I know somebody named Gavin. Um, what is, you know, I was going to say too, it's, it's probably easier for you though, because you have the, the bags, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the colostomy bag and stuff like that. Because for me, like my biggest thing is a code Brown. You know what I mean? Like when the code Brown hits, Ooh, it's, it's a messy situation. That's why I love the colostomy. Cause I don't have to go through that. I used to go through that. I don't have to go through that no more. So 
Man, I, I've heard I've heard cons though about the colostomies though. Is there any is there any pros or cons you can think of? All pros. All pros for you, huh? No cons. Uh, so you don't really well, have a routine then. You just kind of plug it and so go. You ain't got to worry about it. In the beginning, there was tons of cons. I was 18. Who wants a bag on their stomach? Right. This is weird. I'm not touching it. I didn't even look at it for, what, a year? About, she I said didn't she look didn't at look at it, it for a year. year. She was like, I didn't even look at mother, it. I did not look at it. I did not want to see it. I did not want to smell it. I don't want to do nothing with it. And then I got curious. I was like, it's not that bad or big at all. Right. It's the size of a button. She said, <laughs> what is the size of what? It's the size of a, a large, like, button, like, on your... Like it's the size of a medium sized button on your clothes. <laughs> <laughs> it's the size like of a medium sized like button. No, maybe even just a quarter. It's really small <laughs> and it's just so easy. Like I worked in healthcare, so I knew how it used to be. I knew how they used to be and how awful they used to be. Nice. But how they make them now, it's her skin tone. It's so quick and easy. I have the little bag, scented baggies that I put them in. It's like three minutes and, and it's done. And it saves it saves your skin integrity. You got to love it's your so, mom. Yeah, it saves your, you know, um, any type of embarrassment. Like, what if you have diarrhea that day? Oh, trust if, me. You know Ma, I have. It's, I've had the code browns all <laughs> over the place. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, I because I work in healthcare, I knew it would, it would be better for her skin integrity. What up, Quad Life? Good to see you, buddy. Yeah, no, for sure. I'm sure there's a lot of the uh, more pros than cons. For me, I was told by my doctors, though, you know, he was like, listen, we can. But uh, my OTs, even my PTs, was like, I think you should try to do it this way. And then if you don't like it, you know what I mean, go back. So, like, really, with me being in the routine of everything, as long as you stay in a routine and you know your routine and you kind of know your body, um, I don't mind doing it my way but there is always like like i said traveling is kind of a what if i had like a chili cheese dog or something that doesn't agree with my stomach and then like boom i bust out on the road now what now we got to go get a motel room just to change me and yeah because you can't you can't use a regular bathroom no change and even if you was on a rest stop on the highway they ain't got nothing for you not at all they may have the shower but we throw the whole chair away just throw the guy away go get a new one Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I hated it so much. I yep. hated it so much. And Quad Life said he been know, thinking about it too. He said it's like a hockey puck. That's huge. Oh, not always. I mean they're like That is gigantic compared to mine. It's literally the size of a penny. Quad dude, I'm telling you, Quad Life, you gotta check out some some other options, bro. I mean, unless that's your thing. If you want it to look like a hockey puck, or I don't you know. take it a mitronol that goes through your belly button and it's permanent. So what I the colostomy and the super puber tube I have right now is reversible. So if you end up getting that feeling back, oh. or you're like, okay, I have the resources and stuff to do it myself, you could reverse it and go back to using the restroom. How? You, able body right that's cool that's yeah, real cool so. that's like if i want to put some 20 inch rims in my car but then eventually i don't like it so i want to go back and switch them off i can just go put the mm -hmm. put the socks back on 
that's kind of a weird way to put that, but I, I understand. Um, yeah. so that's cool though. That's, that's kind of, that's kind of cool. You can do that though. Um, yeah. all right. Well, oh, yeah. my, my bad. What is Mitronoff it? Is per- Metronoff? The Mitronoff, it goes, I believe that's what it's called. It goes through your stomach and it's permanent. You take a tube and you go through your belly button, release your bladder and let it go. And that's it. So I don't recommend that if you're like in the early stages, but if you feel in your heart, this is how you're going to stay. You feel like you won't walk again. Then that's a permanent solution. And it's, I have friends who have it and they said it's easy for them in their lifestyle. Right. Yeah. That's, me, that goes right along with everybody's injuries different. Everybody's lifestyle is different. Um, and I mean, I'm glad that we have the accessibility uh, options or whatever the, the you know options to choose what we want to do yeah. um quad said i do an internment intermittent cath intermittent i think that's what that's supposed to say intermittent um, believe that when you do it yourself yeah i just do straight cast i do straight cast and then bowel programs so, i mean i have um yeah i just you know i don't know i, I think that's I'm just glad I'm not a female and have to do the straight class because I've heard those are horrible. Yes, because not everybody's hole where you pee from is in the exact same place. Everyone has a different area. So some people may have false holes and keep poking the false holes. Some people may have just one hole and it's easy. So it matters, like you said, matters who you are. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It's different. It's different for everybody. So if you feel as if you could lift a leg up and <laughs> bust it, bust it open, Just bust it on feed. down, Cletus. Yeah. Go ahead. But if you can't, there's other options. Right. For sure. But don't ever feel like there's nothing out there for you. There's plenty of options. And there's always and more too. There's more and more all the time. I mean, I got this guy, uh, Clint Mooney. Shout out, Spinal Cord Injury USA. Um, he sends me free stuff all the time. He'll come up with some new stuff and be like, anybody want to try this free sample? I'll send it to you. Um, so that's pretty cool. I mean, I've tried a couple of things, but yeah, it's just, it depends on what you're used to, what you like, you know what I mean? What, what kind of rolls with your lifestyle? What's easier for you to do? Um, last question I have to you, which I think is one of the most important ones, which is kind of why I save it to the last bit, because if this is a new person watching this, hopefully they waited till the end to hear this question. Yeah. What is the best piece of advice you can give to somebody who is newly injured? The best piece of advice is it's okay to cry. It's okay to be mad. It's okay to be sad. But at the end of the day, don't dwell in it because it'll literally bring you to depression. I know from firsthand experience, you let it go. I mean, not, you know, you probably won't physically let it go but mentally think of the positives that are around you think of what you can do because there may be somebody who can't do that you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so even though other people may not and you're just focused on you think about what you'll be able to do in the future and also i'd say find somebody like you or find a YouTube channel like Wheelchair Rick. Woo woo. 
And sorry, how did you do that? Search, search. It's always something out there. It don't ever feel alone. We have groups, like you said. We have Handy No Cap. Shout out to them. It's diverse. Has all Handy No Cap. Shout out. Yeah, they have all the disabilities, everything. SCI Life, shout out, sorry. SCI Life, shout out, and all the other groups as well to make you feel included. Right. And another thing, too, if you you can't find something that you're looking for and you want to do it, do it. If you want to be that person to give somebody some information or show somebody a different perspective, just do it. Yeah, when I first went to rehab, they, I'm not going to say they hated me, but they hated some things that I did. You know, when you go to rehab, they give you the accessible tools and accessible things like that. Mm-hmm. And me personally, I don't know. I hope I don't offend anybody else, but I did not want to feel handicapped. I did not want to feel like I have to use this. I'm a quadriplegic. My fingers don't move at all except for that little bit. And I literally trained every day to do what I do. Like, I do my makeup on my own. I'm able to do some other stuff on my own. I like doing electronic stuff. I'm able to paint. I had to do that on my own because they forced the ADA accessible things on me. And I did not want that. I wanted to use a regular fork. I wanted to use a regular cup. Let me figure it out. Right. Not, yeah, exactly. Let me figure it out myself. And they also hated me because I did not keep my neck in place in a neck brace. My <laughs> chin was always in there and I was always moving when they was like, don't move, don't move. I will say, if you feel like you could do it, do it. But if you know it's going to be wrong and cause any issues or, you know, something like that, or if you're alone yeah. and may fall or anything... Just wait and also be patient. Patience. That's the word. That's what I'm talking about because I had to learn a lot of that. Um, you know, like you said, there are times where, where you really want to do it yourself, but there's that line that you know if you cross that line and try to do this, whatever it is, you know that you might not be able to do it. You might fall. You might, something might happen to where it wasn't really worth it. You could have just waited and asked somebody for help or whatever. Don't try to do everything yourself. You know what I mean? Um, have patience. Yeah, make sure you have the tools that are needed to be able to do it before you do it. And always think about, I'm not going to say always think about the negative, but always think about what could go wrong. Right. So you will always be prepared. Quad Life says, man, I'm too late. He says, I got to hear late. That's all right, Quad. You could always rewind it after yeah. we're done. <laughs> That's a good thing about being on social medias. Um <laughs> And that's the thing. All these are all on here all the time. If anybody wants to go back and look or whatever, it'll be here. That's why I like kind of just recording it, doing it live, sending and it out. That's how I found wheelchair Rick. Nice, nice. Um, yeah, this is what I meant to hit earlier. Woo! I missed that, but hey, at least I got it now. So, <laughs> is there anything else you would like to leave with uh, before we say goodbye to the good people out into internet land? Not really. I just want to say, be you. Don't change for somebody else. Do not alter your thoughts. Don't try to suppress yourself. 
for somebody else or feel like because you can't do this, you can't be with this type of people, then those aren't your people at all. You right. find your people or they come and find you. Like we said, patience. It's not going to happen in one, two, three. It may take a year. It may take three. It took me three to find a group of friends that I actually love and care for. I have India, Kia, Faith, you know, go on, Christian, go on, go on. And shout out, shout out. Boop, boop. Yeah. <laughs> I, gotta, I, I, I do think I have a real one over here. All right. My boyfriend and everybody else have my mother as well. So even if you, I know people who don't have nobody, it's going to come. It's going to come. As long as you're willing to accept it, it's going to come. Right. And also, don't be acting crazy in the wheelchairs. You guys be acting crazy, <laughs> flipping, doing all that. Doing the Seat wheelies belt. and such. Do something. Drag racing. Safe. Do not break a leg that is already broken mentally in your We're head. We're not all Aaron Fotheringham. Exactly. And you know who that guy yeah. is? He's the guy that does the backflips in the wheelchairs on uh, Nitro yeah, Circus and stuff. Yeah, I saw him on YouTube and Instagram. Yeah, hey, and I want to get him on a wheelchair Wednesday. That would be like tippy top right there. That would be really cool. And I'll make the flyer for sure. Oh, dude, oh, absolutely. I'm going straight to you to do that one. Absolutely. I actually try to do that too. But also, the last thing is enjoy the small things. Yep. I like it. All right, guys, that is Miss Snow Love. Let's give her a round of applause for coming and hanging out with us. Um, stick with me, Snow. I'm going to talk to you here just right after we close out with everybody. Everybody else, if you or somebody that you know would like to be a part of Wheelchair Wednesday, all you have to do is send me a message. Find me on Facebook. Find me on YouTube. Comment down in the sections, the bleep bloops or whatever they call them. Uh, let me know. You know, we'll get you on here. Um, we do have some people coming up. I'm not going to tell you who it is because you're going to have to wait to see the thing. You might even see, oh, I wouldn't say might even. You will see more uh, stuff like digital flyers coming from Miss Snow here in the future. Um, but until then, thanks for watching. Uh, you know, if you can't walk tall and carry a big stick, roll fast and carry a Tommy gun. This is Wheelchair Wednesday. <laughs> that was funny.